0: One of my favorite things to do is working out. I know that sounds a little cliche since it's a huge trend in the world right now, but I've loved this for longer than the past few years or decade. I've been into it since I was a little boy. Not so much weightlifting because of the whole you'll stunt your growth thing, which they've now proven does not have any connection really. However, if you do too much too soon, you'll encounter problems. But that goes for anyone doing an exercise program no matter their age. Resistance training has numerous benefits for kids, like increasing strength and the bone strength index, known as BSI. So for any youth listening, don't be afraid to lift some weights at the gym, to build some muscle in addition to confidence. Not saying that confidence should only come from muscle gain, but some of it surely does. When you feel good in your body, it's just a euphoric feeling that in my experience comes from building a body you're proud of. That being said, I wouldn't recommend straining yourself or lifting without proper form, because that will lead to a lot of injuries. Living a healthy life should be simple, fun even, and at times a little challenging. Our daily lives are already filled with so much these days and our health suffers for it. The Fen for Your Health series is here to change that, giving you tips and suggestions to live a happier and healthier life. Hosted by me, Ethan Harding. Form is an essential part of exercising. I see loads of people boasting about being able to lift heavy weights or do advanced bodyweight movements, but their form is terrible. Think of this as ego lifting, which does way more harm than good especially as it progressively gets worse as the weight increases. Exercising in this manner can lead to working the wrong muscles instead of the one you want to be stressing. Therefore, I suggest leaving the ego behind at the start of every exercise session and focusing on form rather than the amount of weight. Ask someone to check your form when trying new movements as well as old ones. They might notice areas of improvement that you missed. Doing some research online is also a good option to find visuals from reputable sources or personal trainers. Jeff Nippard has some amazing science-based content, as well as the Fend for Your Health Instagram page. Sometimes the slightest angle change can be the difference between working the muscle correctly and injuring it. Even I adhere to this advice when trying new movements. Majority of the time, there are a set of progressions to help prevent poor form, and instill a strong base to build upon. Especially when focusing on bodyweight movements that rely on having a strong foundation in various areas to properly execute the movement. Compound movements require the same treatment to activate each muscle properly instead of certain ones compensating for others. That said, another important part of this is avoiding overworking yourself. I know how good it feels to see progress starting and thinking if I exercise every day, the process will speed up. This is wrong, as well as another way to injure yourself because our muscles need rest to recover. Just as we need rest after a long day, some studies suggest a minimum of 24 to 48 hours of rest before working the same muscle again. I honestly live by this. When we don't allow adequate rest to happen, it not only opens us up to injury, but a variety of other side effects, such as increased muscle soreness, fatigue, even a drop in overall strength and performance. The scary part is, that's not even half of the side effects of overtraining and lack of rest. In the coming weeks, there'll be another episode expanding on this further. However. Training two times a week for 30 minutes or less is not sufficient for drastic change. It doesn't allow you to properly focus on each muscle group. Don't get me wrong. It is definitely enough time to make changes toward a long-term goal, but it won't yield fast or efficient results. Exercising is a full-time lifestyle, which is basically a second job, and thus it deserves three to four days of lifts in conjunction with two days of cardio. If you're doing less than this and expecting to have results like your favorite fitness inspo, you'll surely be disappointed. With those two out of the way, let's talk about what muscles to work on the same day to maximize growth. The bro split is common when you divide sessions into push, pull, legs, and upper or lower days. As you may already know, when you work chest for example, the secondary muscle being worked is your triceps, which is the same for biceps being the secondary muscle with back. Therefore, choosing to work these right after on the same day is an obvious choice, since they are already getting a little tension anyway. It's not essential to do this though. You can work any of the secondary muscles alongside one of the majors. From my experience, doing a 4 day split consisting of legs one day, shoulders, triceps, and traps another, back and biceps, then chest on the final day, leads to noticeable results. I do core and cardio days after shoulders and after back day. In some cases, this only leaves a 24-hour break between two sessions instead of a 48, but it's not too detrimental. I've also been training for years and know how much my body can handle while still yielding optimal results. For newcomers, I suggest avoiding more than one 24 hour break day a week until you know how much your body can handle. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've learned something from this and are eager for more content. If you're new, subscribe to stay informed on new releases. Also tell a friend about the podcast so they can listen and learn as well.